Today's guest is an award-winning author, a thought leader, and an international speaker and trainer. She has been awarded 2020 Woman of Inspiration Award, and in 2021, she was recognized as the top behavioral expert of the year. Her book, Shift, Four Steps to Personal Empowerment, has won three awards and is sweeping the globe, transforming how people are setting and achieving their goals. Welcome to the show, Adele. How are you doing? I'm great, Toby. Thank you for having me. Thank you so, so much for joining me today on this episode of Mirror Talk. Congratulations on all your achievements and all your awards thus far. I'm, I'm so fascinated and so inspired by everything you've done in the, in the last de- couple of decades of your career. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's been a journey. <laughs> yes, that's been a wonderful journey, I can assume. Um, can, can you kindly, you know, tell me a bit about your life journey so far, what inspired you to set out on a journey of discovery and learning? Yeah, so, um, well, I've, I've been in the personal development industry, Toby, for over 30 years, 35 years, I'm going to say. I'm giving away my age. And uh, <laughs> for the first 10 or 15 years of that, I was following all the traditional operating instructions. I'm going to tell them, I'm going to word them when it came to personal development. So I would set a goal. I would determine the steps that I needed to take to get to that goal. If I wasn't taking that step, then I would change my mindset. And if I still wasn't taking that step, then I would assume there was something wrong with me or wrong with the goal. And I would quit and I would set another goal. Hmm. And I was strongly invested in this. I was coaching it. I, I, had, I was a lead coach at one of the major personal development industries in the market, and they strongly suggested commitment and willpower, and I agreed. And then I started to look around at the people that I was coaching, and I started to ask myself, are we actually achieving the goals that we are setting out to achieve? And my answer was some, a handful, but not all of us. Okay. And so yeah. I thought, there's got to be something off. There's something off with our operating instructions. It can't all be our own fault. So I decided I was going to enroll in university at this point, Toby. I had now started and quit three businesses, one after another. So even though I was coaching this method, I still couldn't do it myself. And so I enrolled myself in university. I wanted to know how this human brain of ours thinks and how it actually works. And sure enough, I determined, yes, we are using the wrong operating instructions. So I did a deep dive into my own brain, my own mind. And because I'm a meditation facilitator as well, I was able to observe myself thinking. And I went, yep, okay, here's what's actually happening. And I discovered through my objective learning and my subjective learning that it's all patterning. Our brain is all based inside patterns. We have no access to the outside world. So every decision we make is based inside a pre-existing pattern that already lies there in the brain. And our first job has to be to change that pattern before we can take any new action. So what is a brain pattern? Like for someone out there who is listening and saying, okay, I have a brain, but what is that pattern that is in my brain? Yeah, so if we could if we could um, just take your skull off, <laughs> just look inside the head, <laughs> what would we see in there, yeah. right? We wouldn't see mm. objects. What we would see is just um, neural pathways with electrical impulses that just run down them. 
So as I like to say it, it's very dark inside the skull. It's silent inside the skull. There's no sound. There's no there's no um, sights. There's nothing in there other than these electrical impulses. So based on that, then, how do we know that you and I are sitting here on a podcast speaking to each other? Well, how we know that is our brain is actually predicting what it expects to see and to hear. And that's a really interesting way to think about your brain because it can't actually know anything. What it does is it makes a best guess. And that best guess sometimes is correct and sometimes is way off. But your brain doesn't know that and it still assumes that it is making the correct guess. And it isn't. There's no logic and patterns, I like to say. And so our job (laughs) now, based on that prediction, that best guess, we now take an action or we adopt a behavior, or we believe a certain thing about the world and about ourselves. And if that is not working very well, then that will send us off in the wrong direction. Mm. Yeah, makes sense? Yes, that makes sense. Yes, that makes sense. Before before we dive deeper into, you know, brain patterns, can you tell me a little bit about your award-winning book, Shift, Four Steps to Personal Development? Sorry, Shift, Four Steps to personal empowerment how can we you know get on stock and achieve most of our um, precious goals yes so shift really dives deep into this the understanding of what patterns are how they work there's lots of great stories in there from my case studies from my clients and from past experiences of my own and but the best thing about shift four steps of personal empowerment is it gives you all the instructions, the new operating instructions for how to upgrade patterns that are not working. And so once somebody has the book, they can, in effect, do it themselves. And then I always say, if you can't, don't worry, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just a pattern. Reach out, get support, because once you know how to work with this brain of ours, there's nothing that can get in the way. Wow. And you, you offered um, sections and services to you know, help people with their behaviors and with their brain patterns to, you know, transform their lives. Yeah, yeah. So the easiest way for somebody to think about themselves is to think of themselves as an iceberg. And at the top mm-hmm. of the water are somebody's actions, somebody's behaviors, somebody's beliefs. And everything that you do, feel, think lives there at the top of the water. Under the water are the brain patterns. So brain patterns give rise to every action we take, every behavior we adopt, every belief that we have. Our only question when it comes to brain patterns is, does it work or doesn't it? And when I say does it work, it has to work for everybody. (laughs) If it's not working, if you're in (laughs) conflict, either externally or if you're beating yourself up internally, it's not working. Any form of internal suffering or external suffering and then just, yeah. just to know that that is a pattern allows you to flip the switch. We don't have to fix the situation out there. We spend way too much time fixing everything. Let's instead turn our attention to where we can actually get results, which is inside the brain in those brain patterns. Ah, okay. So, but would you say that the, the brain makes our decisions for us? Yes. Like, would you say, yeah. yeah. And how does, it, how does it do that? What's fascinating, so in the last 20, 25 years or so, Toby, the, the research into how our brains are working, science has, has now stopped looking so much at nature and started to ask what's actually going on inside this head of ours, which is amazing. 
And what they have discovered is shocking. I'm going to tell you something, and this is going to surprise you. If we could hook you up to a brain scanner, okay? And that brain scanner was able to record everything that you're doing in real time. You might say, okay, I'm going to ask a question now, but the brain scanner has already predetermined what that question is going to be because it originates in the unconscious regions of your brain. And now your conscious mind catches up and says, oh, I would like to ask Adele X, Y, Z. But the unconscious has already determined, I am going to ask Adele X, Y, Z. So who's in charge here, right? (laughs) Mm, We put way too much emphasis on our conscious mind, way too much emphasis on what we think when we should Mm. be asking, how do I feel? Where do I feel that? And what is one thought that goes along with that experience? Because now we're we're diving deeper into what's actually driving the ship. I like to say, you know, we we think we're the event planners and we're latecomers at the party. It's already underway, guys. <laughs> we didn't plan that party yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, yes. But how can how can we be the real event planners? How can we, you know, take control of our subconscious mind and also determine what the subconscious, you know, plans ahead of time before our brain catches up with it? Yeah, well, what's so beautiful when we start to work with brain patterns is we realize we don't have to. Now that's gonna sound some that, that's gonna sound a little bit tricky to understand. So let me let me try and back up and, and explain what I mean. Yeah. There are two hemispheres to the human brain, the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere. Brain patterning originates in the left hemisphere because I'm gonna explain the difference. Right now, Toby, sitting here, there are two things that your brain has to do at exactly the same time. One thing is you need to be focusing in on what I'm saying and interpreting what I'm saying based on past knowledge. Does that make mm. sense? So you need you yes. need to understand yes. what's going on based on what you already know. But equally yes. important, and at the very same time, you have to be aware of everything that is going on around you because there might be opportunity or danger in this space. There might be a fire in the other room. There might not, but there might be. And if that possibility exists, you have to be able to say, oh, something's happening and I need to stop focusing in on what Adele's saying and I need to get over there and put out the fire. Okay. Those two things are are opposite to each other. Those are two distinct needs that are occurring at at identically the same time. And you can't be flipping back and forth between the two, correct? Because if you have to focus in and maybe keep a broad open sustained awareness and go back and forth, chances are the fire is going to kill you before you figure it out, right? Hmm. Okay. So Yeah, that's true. So these two things have to occur simultaneously. How does nature do this? Brilliantly. She severed the brain in two. She said, okay, right hemisphere, you be open, broad open, sustained awareness to everything that is going on here now in this present moment. Left hemisphere, you use your past-based knowledge in order to tell us, focus in, tell us what's happening. Make sense? Okay, great. All right, awesome. What's going on today? Why is the world in such a mess? 
It is because left hemisphere is no longer communicating as readily with right hemisphere. So we've lost the context of now. Make sense? So left hemisphere yes. has now become cut off from the right hemisphere. Okay. So you asked me, okay, how do we put the conscious mind in control again? Well, frankly, yes. the conscious mind is actually limited. It's limited by what we know in the past. Yeah? Okay. Because yes. the conscious mind, we could say, and this is a very oversimplification of the human brain, so, so please don't take <laughs> this as gospel, okay? But we could easily say, okay, the conscious mind is actually left hemisphere telling me what is here. It's knowing everything. But there's more to this situation that the right hemisphere is aware of that my left hemisphere is not aware of. It's cut off from, okay? Yes. So if we can stop thinking that we need to know everything, we can actually take a step into the right hemisphere. Well, what's the beauty of that? Well, the beauty of that is that you actually become more aware of what's going on in the current situation and just in this now, in context and in relationship with everything else, okay? Yeah, yes, so it's a yes. matter of trusting how our brain works. It works by way of patterns. Our job is to let go of past created patterns that no longer work so that we can create optimal patterns, which include what's going on here in this situation. Oh, and is that how we, you know, change our underlying decision-making pattern so that we can achieve any goals that we set ourselves for. Exactly. Exactly. So oh. how do these new operating instructions work? Let's get to that. Yes. Set a goal. Your next step is not how do I get to that goal? That is the old operating instructions. That's left brain's knowledge. The next question is why do I not have that goal right now? Now, as your listener asks themselves that question, you will notice that a whole bunch of beliefs, behaviors, and actions start to bubble up to the surface. Oh, I don't have that goal because I don't know what to do. Great. Don't try and solve that. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> remove the pattern that believes it doesn't know what to do. Okay. Yeah. The next thing that I might notice is, well, I don't feel good enough to get to that goal. Perfect. That's a pattern. Under that belief, it lies a brain pattern. You're going to remove that. And you're going to just keep removing everything that is in the way of that goal. Now, what is going to happen? All right. Are you going to achieve that goal? Maybe, maybe not. But frankly, the reason that maybe, maybe not is actually good news. How many people set a goal, achieve that goal, and then go, I'm totally miserable. I got to this goal and I'm unhappy. Right? That's, it's a very common experience. And the reason for that is because the, the you who set the goal, set the goal inside a limited you. Okay? You think about brain patterns yes. and all you yes. are is brain patterns. Then the person who set the goal is the person today who feels they are limited. So what happens then when you remove the brain pattern that is not achieving that goal? Well, you do take a step in the direction of that goal. Your subconscious will then align you with that goal. But you're going to take it a little bit to the right. And then you're going to take, you're going to remove the next pattern. You're going to take another step. This time a little to the left. And you're just going to keep walking like this. And you're going to end up way above that goal mm. and super happy as you get there.
So one thing that your your listener may be needing to know is this search for purpose, right? What am I supposed to do in my life? That kind of question. Exactly. Okay, brilliant. Exactly. So I'll tell you the story of this woman who had the same question. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she initially came to me. She was a, a massage therapist at the time. And she was working, 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 and really not enjoying herself very much. And I said, okay, you know, what do you want to do? She said, I don't know. I said, perfect. Under I don't know lies a brain pattern. We're just going to remove and tease apart that brain pattern. So that's what we did. I gave her the four-step instructions, and she teased apart the pattern that thought it didn't know. So the next thing that happened is she determined that she wanted to change the conversation around artificial intelligence. I went, wow, that's a big goal, right? (laughs) So, okay. Yes. Again, you know, what's in your way of doing that? She identified all the different things that she said. And one of the things that she was believing was that she was a a woman in a man's world. So this was really holding her back. Anyway, she went out, she First, first couple of years, she was doing okay. She was taking steps. And then she hit this pattern. I'm a woman in a man's world. And she had was no longer repatterning. She was off doing her own thing at the time. And what she was doing was she was trying to find a man to be a partner. Well, by the time she came back to me and said, Adele, I need some more support. She had burned through three partnerships, all of who just took chunks of her business never lifted a finger to help her, made her do all the work and just sat back. So I said, all right, this isn't working. So I said to her, okay, so what's in the way of you being the CFO? And that's how she started to identify, okay, I don't feel like as a woman, I'm going to be heard. Perfect. Again, there's a pattern under that. So we remove that pattern. As she worked on all of these different patterns, and initially it's going to take some time, but Eventually, she, in, inside of, well, inside of three years, she was already winning awards. Inside of, I think she's five years in now, she started, she now has, she's a CFO of a world corporation. She has employees on three continents, Asia, North America, and Australia. She's the one of the leaders in her industry. She's just mm-hmm. taken off. And that's the power of patterns. Now, had she tried to determine what should I do? Like, like that's a common question. What should I do with my life? She probably yes. would have done something around massage and never realized her fullest potential, always been limited by what she thought she knew. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yes, so there's yes, so yes. much more to a human brain then we give it credit. There is so much locked inside everybody's unconscious, subconscious regions of their brain. Because, you know, Toby, here's something that everybody needs to know. From the time you were born, your brain has stored in, in an unconscious regions everything that you have touched, taste, heard, smelt, seen, everything you've read, everything you you touch everything every conversation that you've overheard not in a way that you can tap in there and know it but definitely in a way that is there in the subconscious and when we remove the Mm. pattern that thinks it knows that's what we're tapping into and that's why you have so much potential
I mean, by the time we get um, an order of your book, we can, you know, just, we can read through the four steps and also, you know, repattern our brains and also tap into that, you know, that deep, that's right. that deep <laughs> roots of our brain. That's right. That's right. That's exactly what the, if we stop thinking that we need to know, if we stop positioning the conscious mind over the body, which is what left mm. brain has positioned us to do. Yes. What happens is every time you remove a brain pattern, you're you're forcing the brain to take a, t- a step to the right. You're forcing the brain to tap into that vast warehouse within, I call it. Okay? Mm-hmm. At that yeah. point, the action that you're going to take is still going to come before your conscious awareness, but it is optimal. And it will surprise you. How we work with patterns is we know we have deconstructed a pattern when every moment is just delightful. And how you know is that I like to say that the, the human birthright is this feeling of joy. It should be in everything that we do. And it's there. If we know how to work with patterns, then you will be surprising yourself moment to moment to moment as you arise afresh into this moment called now as optimally as taking care of everybody, including you. So I did, I did like some, you know, simple things I could do or some simple exercises to be able to work with my patterns or repattern my brain, for example, or just to, you know, tap into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so let's, um, let's start with step one of the four steps. So the, mm. the four-step repatterning technique is four steps. I'm going to briefly go through them, and then you and I will do the first step in depth, okay? So the four okay. steps are the first thing you need to do is identify a pattern. So we did that a little bit when I said, set a goal, and then what is between you and that goal, all right? That's going to tell you all the actions, behaviors, beliefs that are in the way now. So that's where we start, all right? The second step is to um, own it as a pattern. Most of the time, like I was saying before, we try and fix the situation. I need to I need to fix what my purpose is. So I'm going to do all these quizzes and I'm going to figure everything out and I'm going to go to these counselors and they're going to help me. Okay, way too much work. That's not the good place (laughs) to start. (laughs) Instead, we're going to own that as a pattern. I don't know is a pattern and you're going to flip that switch. The third step is to tease apart or deconstruct that pattern. And I'll come back to that in a moment. And the fourth step is to upgrade that pattern, to create a new pattern, but coming from the unconscious. All right, let's go back to step one. So let's say that um, you said, I don't know what my purpose is. We'll just make something up. A pattern is a three-part intertwining of physical sensation, emotion, and thought. When the three aspects of our being come together, They result in a particular action, a particular behavior, a particular belief. The belief I don't know has a pattern under it. So, Toby, I'm going to get you to use your imagination because you may or may not have this pattern. But if you were somebody who says, I don't know what my purpose is, what emotion would you be feeling in that pattern? I'll be feeling so um, anxious and unsure of myself. Unsure. Yeah, exactly. Right. And where do you... Like, where would you feel it? Can you drum up the feeling of an unsure, don't know? Hmm. From maybe from the bottom of my heart, like somewhere down below my tummy. <laughs> okay, say. okay, perfect. So somewhere in the gut regions, right? And yes, then the thought, the 
it might be I don't know, or some other thought might pop into your head, like, gosh, I'm so stupid. <laughs> so mm, whatever that yes. thought is. Okay, perfect. That is a pattern. What you just did was you identified a pattern. Okay. All right. Now, having identified that, if we can just make a space for observation, and what we're going to do is we're just going to observe the body for a moment. Let's forget this mind of ours. It knows way too much. Let's get into the body because the right brain is embodied or where we feel those sensations. So just feeling that sensation in the gut. Mm. And then what do you observe? What do you notice as you just feel those sensations in the gut? Currently, I just have clarity, actually. Like, I just have... Yeah. So you notice what? Currently, clarity? Just... Just yeah, yeah, just um, clarity. Like I mean, I have like a peace of mind right now. Okay, like, okay. Just... So what you observe is just a peace of mind comes over you. Great. You just mm. did step one of the four steps. So it's that simple. <laughs> okay. Ooh, now okay, step two okay. would be mm. to own it. So at that point, you would have to get that you created that pattern. And mm. let me just explain what I mean. We are not born with patterns. Other animals are born instinctively. Okay, human beings have to learn everything as we go through life. So we enter this world of blank slate, all right? Very, very quickly, every situation that a person gets into in their life, as long as they make it to the next situation, that becomes a pattern. It gets stored. Good, bad, and different doesn't matter, okay? If it got you from one situation to the next, it's going to get stored in your brain. Why does the brain do that? Well, Frankly, fastest route to action keeps you alive, okay? Mm. That's all the brain cares yes. about is your survival. So if it can get you to take a, the fastest route to action, it's going to use it. The fastest route to mm. action is a pre-existing brain pattern. If you have to look around you and say, what do I need to do in this situation? Sometimes it's too late. If you had to think about what to do in the case of a fire, you'd probably be dead. So it's just mm. run, right? Okay, so that's yes, all your brain yes. is doing. It's a little bit like, all right, let's just get this moving. Move, 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 move. Mm-hmm. So very quickly, you piece together all of these patterns. By the time a brain is five years old, it's already got a heck of a lot of patterns. It's pretty full. In teenage years, there's another <laughs> massive pattern creation, expansion. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it slows down a little bit. It goes, okay, you're an adult now. Like, yeah, do you need new patterns? No, probably not. You know everything. <laughs> you <can't>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And at that point, it starts running on this pattern. Mm. I'm going to sh- tell you, this story is from, uh, Marsha Martin talks about this in her training, and, and she's trained people like Tony Robbins and things like that. But she has this brilliant explanation of how patterns work. We like to think that we go through life doing everything logically. But she has this story. She says, imagine that you're three years old. And she says, and you're skipping down the street, right? And you're a little girl, and you're skipping down the street in front of your parents. And this big black dog jumps out in front of you and starts barking and snarling, okay? You get scared. You run back to your parents, and they cuddle you and comfort you, and everything seems okay. But that particular incident has stored a brain pattern in your brain. All right. Mm. Now, years later, you've forgotten all about this dog. It's gone. You know, no memory of it. 
and you're in school and this this boy invites you out and you've had a crush on this boy right for for a whole year you just can't wait and so for the next week you're just so excited about this movie that's coming up and you're going to go to this movie yeah. and you go to the movies and you're sharing this box of popcorn and you're all excited and he leans over to give you a kiss and the fur collar on his jean jacket brushes your cheek and this girl <laughs> leaps out of the seat snaps on him who do you think i am and storms out of the movie theater what happened well what happened was the pattern took an action Okay, yes. no logic. Yes. Past is rude to action. That's all that pattern cares about. Mm. To a pattern, fur collar is the same as big black furry dog jumping out in front of you, right? Same thing. There's true, no true. difference. Yes. All it does yeah. is it, it overrides the current situation as quickly as it can with the past experience mm. and takes the action that you took at the time you created the pattern. Make sense? Okay. Yes, when you're yes. three, dog jumping out in front of you, running back to your parents, I'm scared, correct action. <laughs> when you're 16, movie theater date, oh, bad, wrong action. <laughs> no good or bad, yeah. it just doesn't work. And so our yeah. job is to recognize, oh, wow, I just took a really, an action that really didn't work for me remove that at that pattern and you will take a different action next time our whole thing is to create a void in the brain where that pattern used to be so that the next time you're the girl is on a date with this boy she does not run that same pattern again So how would you advise that lady to, you know, to create a void, you know, where that brain pattern was? How would you advise her to, you know, um, break out of that pattern that the dog created in her brain, for example? Yeah. So the first thing to recognize is that there's no logic in patterns, right? Mm. So if anybody asks you, why did you do that? Here is your answer. Because my patterns made me do it. All right. (laughs) So no logic. (laughs) We don't care about good or bad, right or wrong. Our only question is, did it work? Did the action that work? Now, remember I said that action is actually occurring before thought. If we hooked your brain up to that brain scanner, it would be able to know what you were going to do. Great. Okay. Yes. So we can't know what to do forward. We can only reflect back and ask ourselves if it worked. If the action that you took didn't work, apply the four-step repatterning technique. Get my book. Work on on repatterning that. What you're doing is you are creating that void, you're teasing apart that pattern as you do those four steps. Okay, now what? Mm, Here's your brain, and it no longer has a pattern for movie theater, for date, Mm. right? For collar, for collar. It no longer has a pattern for that. So what now happens? Well, what has to happen is that your brain has to create a new pattern. But instead of the old pattern that took an unworkable action, you're now creating an optimal pattern for this situation because it's created now for now. Now, is somebody who's an adult going to create the same pattern that you created when you were five years old? No. No, won't happen, right? As an adult, you've got all of these other faculties and all of this other information that your brain can use. So it's going to create a much more 
upgraded pattern that is much more aligned with the current situation you're in. Okay, so that's how the brain is designed to work. It's designed to Mm. constantly be upgraded. The only problem is, is nobody is taught as that. That's it. There's nothing wrong with the way your brain is working. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with the situation. Our only problem is, is nobody has taught us how to use this amazing tool inside our head. Our head, yes. So alcohol uses amazing tools, you know, to overcome procrastination, for example, or anxiety or stress. Like earlier, we talked about, you know, setting goals for ourselves. And, you know, sometimes we are the one always delaying ourselves from achieving those goals through procrast- and procrastination or through anxiety. So how do, we, how do we do this? How do we avoid, how do we identify the root cause of this, of procrastination? And how do we avoid it? Yeah, great. Okay. So there's something that you need to know. Human beings do not procrastinate. We avoid. Hmm. There's a big difference. Ah. <laughs> okay. So what is yeah. it that we're actually avoiding? What we're actually avoiding is the internal experience that we think we're going to have by doing the task. So let's say that you're a student in school and you've got an essay to write. All right. When you think about writing that essay, anxiety comes in. I'm going to look dumb, comes in. I don't know what to write, comes in. Right. I should have studied more, comes in. That is what we're avoiding. It feels like, oh, I'm just putting off the essay. We're not. We're actually running away from the (laughs) internal experience. Great. Knowing that, we can upgrade that pattern. Knowing that, we can identify what it is that we're feeling. I'm feeling really anxious here. My thought is I'm going to look dumb. I feel that in my throat. I feel that in my chest, right? That's what I'm avoiding. All right. I've got this four-step tool. I'm just going to apply it to that pattern, and then I'm going to see what happens. The person stops procrastinating. They just start doing what they want to do. Okay, now, yes, yes. you have a built-in guidance system. You have a built-in guide that is constantly telling you when it is time to upgrade a pattern. How does it tell you that? It makes you feel yucky. That's your guide. Uh, <laughs> we yeah, want to yeah. we want to shoot the messenger. <laughs> we need to start yeah. looking at that as, oh wow, I'm getting a message which tells me that the pattern I am running is not mm. aligned with the situation I'm in. Mm. Awesome. I'm going to use that messenger to upgrade my pattern. how do we identify this messenger as the issue like now i'm that means as, from what you said i have to be very mindful of myself like know where the message is coming from what it means and use that to you know identify what's what is being told to me what my subconscious or my consciousness is telling me yeah so um we don't have to actually know what it means believe it or not mm. we just have to be mm. able to identify what's going on and That can be a little tricky for some people because we're not used to actually communicating with ourselves. We're used to avoiding Mm -hmm. ourselves, right? So That's true. But if we keep in mind, all right, a pattern is three pieces, physical, Mm -hmm. emotional, mental. Then any time that you're suffering in any way, Mm -hmm. internally or externally, if you can remember that's a pattern, That's not the situation, okay? That's a pattern that lives in my brain that is causing me to suffer. 
Then it's just a matter of dropping into the body and saying, all right, what am I feeling right now? Where do I feel that? And what am I thinking? And let's get out of this thinking mind so much. I know thought is one part of the pattern, but honestly, your mind is just along for the ride. It just rides in on your patterns. One of the things, the ways that I uncovered this thing about patterns was I used to have terrible panic attacks. I had anxiety attacks every night. 2 a.m. in the morning, I could almost count on them. And I was watching. Now, at this point, I had been meditating for a very long time. So I woke up just on the verge of panic, and I felt my meditative observing mind just go into effect. So part of me was watching. The other part of me was panicking. Okay, so it's like my brain was split. And I observed how my body was actually occurring at a physical level first. My mind was coming in next. So I'll just explain what I mean. So my body was sweating. I was rigid. I, you know, just like frantic internally. Mm. Then my emotions kicked in, panic, anxiety. And then my brain did this most fascinating thing. It was almost as if if you could hear a two-way conversation between my mind and my body. My mind was saying, all right, body, I see you're panicking. I will go and find out why I'll be back. Okay. And then my thoughts started jumping around, looking for explanations and justification for why panic was necessary. And it was bouncing from thing to thing. And it was picking on, at first, things that should have been logical, like, is there a fire? Is somebody breaking into the house? And then it started to go, when when all of those came back, no, no, like I'd be listening, no, nothing here. Then it started to go into the absurd. Is my husband being replaced by somebody else lying beside me in the bed? Is my kids drowning in the pool? I mean, crazy stuff, right? And then when it found <laughs> something that could it could touch on and go, okay, there's a reason for panic. It was almost as if it came back and it said, okay, body, done my job. Done. I got why you're panicking. No problem. <laughs> and now I'm in a full-blown panic. So I went, oh, this mind of mine, I'm positioning it as if my, my thoughts are really meaningful and I'm giving them a lot of credit, when honestly, all patterns originate in the body. And it's that body, and then the mind is just along for the ride. And everybody, you can probably see this when you think about anxiety or something like that. You can see how when your body is feeling anxious, your mind is has a very, very difficult time feeling anything but or drumming up any other thoughts but things that yeah. add to that anxiety, right? And even when we try and reason with ourselves and say, oh, I shouldn't feel that way, it doesn't work very well because the mind is just along for the ride. So our job is to yeah. start with physical, emotional, and then mental life. Thoughts. Yes, wow. And how, how can you know these brain patterns you know, be related to our you know, relationships that we have with ourselves and with the world at large? Like, are there like, you know, some brain patterns that causes, you know, conflicts in our relationships or causes war yeah. <laughs> between yeah. continents or countries? All the way up to war, all the way up to, yeah, it's amazing. Okay. Toby, yeah. where am I? Point at me. You're, you're there. Yeah, you, you're going to point here, right? <laughs> where, yes, you're exactly. going to point in front of you. When actuality, yeah. we need to be pointing at our own head. So, the moment you wow. met me, mm. your brain created a pattern for Adele. 
Yes. And the moment they, the, you and I saw each other, boom, a pattern was created. Okay. That pattern mm. is based on all your past knowledge of who you think I might be. Mm. When you're communicating with me, you're actually communicating with that pattern. When I'm communicating with you, I'm communicating with my pattern for Toby. All right. Now, yes. let's say that you say to me, Adele, you're just so stupid. Okay. Knowing that you have a pattern created for me, I can ask myself, okay, did what Toby just said trigger anything in me? Did it trigger a pattern in me? Did I believe him? <laughs> if I did, then it's my job to remove that pattern that believed what you just said. But if it yes. didn't, then it's my job to just lean in. I, I don't have to get I don't have to get defensive. I don't have to take it personally. I'm more curious. Oh, Toby, why do you think that? Because I'm more interested in what your pattern is saying because I know it's not yeah. about me. Does that make sense? Mm. Now, this sense, reduces yes, yes. a heck of a lot of conflict because mm. when I work with couples and I, I work with couples who are on the verge of divorce, they become like newlyweds again within six weeks because it's not about having to communicate with each other. It's about knowing, okay, I got a pattern that just got triggered. What pattern got triggered in me when that person said that? Great. Now, that you can own. That you can remove. If you've got to work on changing the other person, that takes a heck of a lot of work, right? <laughs> but yes. at the same time, when somebody says something that, that doesn't sting and would have stung before, then... Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just totally curious. It's like, wow, what makes you think that, right? And and here's one thing that I, I do when I work with couples. I always say, like, if, if you're triggered, one thing you can always say to the other person is, thank you so much for letting me know. I will take care of that. Now, what is it that you're going to take care of? The pattern that is in the brain. Yes. That's what you're actually yes. going to take care of. But it gives you that minute mm. to separate. Thank you so much for letting me know that I'm stupid. I'll go and take care of that. <laughs> now, I can go and remove my pattern that got triggered for I'm stupid. Cool? Mm, yes. And that way we, we, we avoid conflicts with the other person. That's or right. It, it, it conflict mm. just mm. completely dissolves. I mean, I, yes. I've worked with people and, and decades of grudges and um, family patterns and all of that just melt mm. because mm. as soon as you're working with patterns, there is something so powerful in being able to say, does that work for me? And if the answer is no, then you've got a tool to remove it. It's so empowering to be able to take that stand. I would love to know um, if there are like some money patterns that we have in our brain and how can we transform our brain's money pattern for increased wealth and prosperity? Yes. So money patterns are fascinating because money is definitely a left brain pattern. It doesn't exist out there in the world. Okay. Mm. So there's no money tree, for example. So money is a left brain pattern, <laughs> meaning that humanity has made it up. Okay. Mm. All right. Yes, great. Yes. Um, this, the reason that I say that is because there's a lot of meaning to money that doesn't actually exist in money. 
Money and oftentimes means for somebody status. For somebody else, it will mean power. For somebody else, it will mean promises and goods. And for somebody else, you know, um, ability to buy something, right? But money can also yes. be very disempowering. For somebody else, it can mean debt. It can mean um, I'm not good enough. So money has all of these different meanings. And the reason that it has so many meanings is because it is doesn't have anything in, of substance in itself. Okay, yeah. great. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Knowing that, then we can start, if somebody is not wealthy, then it's a matter of saying, okay, what does money mean to me? What am I making it mean? And then working on it as a pattern and not working on it as I need to strive to get there. Okay? Yes, yes. Does that, yeah, does that fit? Now, once we do that, you know, I was telling you about that woman earlier who has people in three continents, who she's the CFO. Her business went from zero to being worth 20 million in four years. Once you get free of money patterns, then wealth is your birthright. Everybody has the right to have, be financially stable, financially consistent in life. And so there won't be anything else in your way. But be careful of money because it has a lot of meaning and it's given a lot of meaning out there in the world that doesn't exist. Mm. Yes, yes. So we can, you know, transform our brain patterns to ensure that we know that money is our right and we can make use of it for something important. That just happens naturally. Money is your birthright, Mm. just like joy is your birthright. You have the right Mm. to, Mm. and when I say right, I don't mean like other people giving you the right. I'm saying like our brain is designed for fulfillment, success, and happiness. It's always trying to guide us in that direction. We've just misunderstood its messages. We just keep shooting the messenger, which is that guide, that internal guide, rather than knowing, oh, okay, I got a brain pattern in my way of making money. All I have to do is remove that pattern, and then my brain will naturally take me in the direction of security. Yeah, wow. That's that's awesome. That's great. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> so um, how, how does, you know, working with brain patterns differ from working with other personal development me- methods that we have? Yeah, so personal development today, approaches today, professional development approaches today are all about adding. So addition, you need to know what to do. If you don't know what to do, get a trainer. If you're not following in that trainer's footsteps, if you're not doing what that trainer tells you to do, then change your mindset. And it's all about adding more and more problems, right? Repatterning is about removing the problems. It's about knowing, like I like to say, in life there are problems. If we can see that every problem is just a brain pattern, that every brain pattern is just obsolete, in need of an upgrade. So if we have a problem, it's just a brain pattern that is obsolete, then there's no more problems, right? Every problem that we encounter is just, oh, okay, I got an obsolete brain pattern. I need to upgrade that brain pattern. That problem is going to go away. I'm going to take a next step. Now, does Mm -hmm. that mean that nobody ever needs training? No, of course not. But if if it's optimal for you to get training, get more training. But I've worked with people who have spent $100,000 on training and still are not able to apply it, right? So sometimes it's yes. not about the training. So work, start first with the brain pattern. 
if you need training, you will be directed to get training. Oftentimes, what you need is already in the vast warehouse within. I was going to your website and I read something about, you know, being happy, truly happy, regardless of life circumstances. So are there ways we could transform our brain patterns or are there things we could do so that we could always be happy, like truly happy, regardless of life circumstances? Yes. Yeah. So I like to say happiness is your birthright again. It's it, your brain is, mm. d- is wired for joy. What is robbing us of joy? It is that we're not actually aligned with what is actually going on in our current moment. That is what is suppressing joy. When we are creating brand new patterns that align optimally with the current situation that you're in, there is a flow to life. Life should be fluid. You should ideally arise into your situation optimally for who you need to be for that situation. Now, does that mean that you don't grieve? No, of course not. But when somebody is connected to the current moment, when you're actually aligned with what's actually going on in this current moment, Mm -hmm. there is a surface grief, but under it, there's an underlying joy. And it's that joy that I'm talking about. It's just just part of the alignment. It's a feeling of alignment. So this might come up and down a little bit, but here it's uh, it's steady. Yes, yeah, I understand that. Wow, uh, that's great. So, um, you know, I've learned a lot from you today already, and 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 this is from your you know over thirty years of experience working, you know, in fields of personal and professional development. Um, you know, you spent the last um, decade or three decades ago rewriting. Um, the script on how it take how it take what it takes to be you know fulfilled and successful. So are there like some other methods and some other tips that you could share with us to make us fulfilled and successful in life? Yeah, um, trust yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I I think yes. one of the biggest problem with left brain knowledge is we are actually conditioned away from tuning in and asking is this right for me Mm. and a lot of the lack of fulfillment comes from a lack of internal trust now are you going to make mistakes in life yes but when you're working with brain patterns when you know that every mistake is just a result of a less than optimal pattern it doesn't matter you'll fall on your face you'll get up you'll laugh it'll just be like yeah that was great i'm glad i learned that And the reason for that is because that's the only way to know if we have an obsolete brain pattern is by tripping. Okay. Uh, Yes. But when you can trip and get up, then that's how you gain fulfillment because it's inside those trips that you go, okay, I don't want to do that again. I'm going to do something else. (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) And so we shy away from that because we have been taught if you make a mistake, there's something wrong with you. If you made a mistake, you made an error. No, if you've made a mistake, you've actually done something great. You have uncovered a brain pattern that doesn't work. Brilliant. Let's upgrade that. And yeah. then you never have to make that mistake again. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So inside the wow. right brain, the right brain is just like, it's, life is just a buffet. 
Try it on. Go experience. Try that. Try that. Try that. Hey, don't like that? Okay, good. We'll move on to the next thing. That's fulfillment. Yes. That's happiness. That's success. Life is an adventure. Just explore and what doesn't work for you, let's go of it. Yeah, I mean, especially yes, yes. for your age group, like the, the, your listener. I mean, that that is the time to just try stuff on and just see. And heck, I didn't know who I wanted to be until I was 47 years old. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, yeah, yes. So it's never too late. Never, never too, too late, late to find yourself. <laughs> yes, yes. Wow, it's awesome. So can you can you tell me more about your services and sections that you offer on your website? I know there are some free sections that there that people can, you know, um take part of. Can you tell me more about these and about your other services and your book also, where people can buy it easily? Also? Yeah, so um free free training at adelspragan.com. Um, also at shift, S-H-I-F-T, number four, steps.com. So shift4steps.com. You can get a copy of my book. All I ask is that people pay for shipping, but I'll ship it out to you for free. And if you order it through me, I'll sign it. It's also available yeah. on Amazon. Um, yeah. yeah, so go in there, learn about brain patterns, understand left brain, right brain, understand your richest capacity and grab my book, use it, take those four steps, remove anything that's not working and then reach out. I'm, I'm always around. There's also um, a really powerful group called the Pattern Maker Hub, which is people who are coming together and repatterning. And we are a powerful community. So anybody who's looking for more support on repatterning, you're welcome to join us. Oh, that's great. So what's the best way of connecting and working with you? Is it through LinkedIn or Instagram? Jump on my website, get my free training first. And mm -hmm. there's also always free webinars that people can join. And I invite you to join live because I'm there to answer any Q&As. Um, okay. And if they really want to work with me, join the Pattern Maker Hub. You can have a 30-day free trial and mm -hmm. you'll see it's a um, powerful community. All the training is in there. Wow, awesome. I'm going to place all of this information in the show notes for this episode. So I will encourage all, everyone that's listening or everyone that's listened so far to copy the links, um, you know, click on them, get the book and get across to Adele. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Toby. That's fun. Wow. You made it to the very end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm grateful for your time, your love, and your contributions. Subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast. God bless you. Bye.